0: Hi, this is Alfie Wattam, London's tech recruiter and the host of the London Tech Podcast. Uh, Today I'm joined by Andy. Uh, Thanks for joining us, mate. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, how you doing, man? Yeah, really good to be here, man. Yeah, so I've been working in uh, tech for 18 years in London. So um, yeah, I'm Andy White. I'm currently the CTO at Unread, uh, which is an immersive storytelling platform. I'll come back to that in a minute and I guess tell you a little bit about my my history, my uh, 18 years. I guess some of the most interesting stuff I've done. Uh, I started at asos.com in 2008 during a really, really huge time of growth. It was really, really interesting. You know, it was almost like a startup vibe, but with a lot of traffic, a lot of uh, a lot of work to do, and it was really, really interesting. Yeah, so that, that was that was really cool. A lot of growth there at that time as well. Um, after that, I worked on the back end of the ITV player for a while. That was pretty interesting. I was doing some video streaming and other stuff there. And then um, I started at Just Eat in 2012, and I went on a whole kind of journey with Just Eat from, you know, I think I was like the, um, something like the, maybe like the 10th person in technology or something at the time, and obviously it's just exploded uh, in growth, and like, uh, it was really interesting. We, we were one of the, the, the biggest customer for AWS, I think, back then, they're probably, they're probably still are one of the, the biggest, you know, customers in Europe. Um, we were just using everything from AWS, taking taking it from being almost like a small startup, putting it into the cloud, redoing everything, moving things from a monolith into APIs and microservices. We started off doing that. And then uh, the last two years, I founded a new department to do R&D. So that was really cool. Started a whole new team of... UX researchers, developers, UX designers, and we did loads of really cool prototyping and um, and taking it further. Actually, we put we put Just Eat on um, Xbox, uh, Alexa, uh, Fire TV, so some of those really new platforms, and also did a um, a robotic delivery trial as well. So we did over a thousand orders in London, and then uh, moved over to Milton Keynes. So yeah, really really interesting stuff. But uh, as if that wasn't interesting enough, then I moved on to Unread, which I said is um, uh, an immersive storytelling platform so to put it really simply i guess you could say that it's uh, a netflix but specifically geared to mobile to dig into that a little bit further to make it come to life for you i guess i'd say that um it's an immersive storytelling platform where you experience the story almost as if you're looking over the character's shoulder as if you have the character's phone you know like the mobile phones become so ubiquitous now in our lives that it's almost it's become its own medium for for telling stories through. So it's as if you have their phone and your your lock screen turns into their lock screen and you start to get their notifications, their phone calls, their text messages, their WhatsApp, uh, their emails, gallery, everything.
0: That sounds really exciting. (laughs) Definitely different as well. Yeah, for sure. Wicked. So you're a CTO, you've been in the game for a while. Have you got any advice for people that are just starting their tech journeys?
1: Yeah, sure. You know, like, so number one is an absolutely fantastic time uh, to get into tech. And I think um, even with now, you know, I was going to say if you're in London, it's an even better time. But actually, you know, you don't even need to be in a specific place anymore because of uh, the way the world is right now with COVID. I think that's actually created a lot of opportunities for people as well. So number one, fantastic time to get into tech. Um, number two, I'd say be really careful um, about, your, about your first role because... Um, yeah, you know, you've got a lot of choice out there. And I think the first role is really, really important. Um, I think like uh, different different employers hire in different ways. If you think of like the big four, like, um, you know, like Facebook, Google, um, Twitter, Netflix, you know, they hire in a very um, academic way. And I think yeah. if you're, if you just come out of uni or you're, you're doing a lot of studying yourself, you're going to be in a really good place to actually um, hire for one of those places. I think for myself, you know, I'm going to have to, if I was going to go to one of their interviews, I'm going to have to read back on a load of stuff that I probably haven't worked on for 10 years. You know, starting looking at binary trees and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, if you're if you're a grad or you know you've been recently learning a lot of stuff like that, the kind of basics computer science stuff, the real old school, you know, algorithms and complexity, you're going to be in a really good place to maybe maybe give that a shout. So you know, um, yeah, may, maybe give one of those bigger places a go. Uh, obviously, for me, I love startups, but I, if I'm really honest, I. I wouldn't recommend a, a, a really small startup as a first role because you might be the first developer. Yeah. And when you're the only developer or you're the, literally the first tech guy in the room, um, that, that's probably not a great starting place when you're brand new. Uh, some people might uh, disagree with me and say, well, actually it creates more opportunities to learn. And that, that, that is true in a sense. I think you definitely have more opportunities to learn at a smaller place I wouldn't go for a really, really tiny startup where you're the first guy in the room. So look for a place where there's going to be good people around you who are going to, going to you know, you're going to learn so much from them. I remember when I worked at Just Eat, they had a fantastic grad program, which I thought was brilliant. And they had a really, really good uh, interview process and all of the, 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 the grads that they got in were fantastic. And also the way that they moved them around different teams and the exposure that they got and I mean, that's something that I think would have really kickstarted me if my first job would have been something, um, something like a grad program. So if you're a grad, definitely check out some of the bigger companies' grad programs. You know, there's some really, really, really good stuff out there. Um, yeah. Other, other than that, look, look for a place where there's going to be a small, small team around you at least. So you've got some other engineers or whatever your discipline is, some other people around you who are more experienced because, you know, that's going to bring you on and you're learning. And then I guess the last point I'd say is, um, yeah, maybe like almost actually set the calendar entry for uh, maybe two to three years down the line and uh, reevaluate, you know, if you're at the right place still. I think I should probably stayed in my first role a little bit too long and I probably should have moved on a, li- a little bit sooner, but you know, don't move on just because two years have passed or three years have passed, you know, take a look at it and see if you're still in the right place. If, if, um if you feel like you've, you've, you've learned most of the things that you're gonna learn while you're there. Um, because you know, the, the tech world is so big and there's so much interesting stuff going on and each company does things differently. So yeah, definitely set yourself a reminder for a couple of years time so you can really reevaluate whether it's time to, to move on or, or, or to stick around.
0: Well kids, that's very good advice mate, very good advice. Um, so what about looking into the future? Are there any technologies which get you excited, which you think will have a big impact on the future?
1: Well, in in the near term, in a sort of uh, developer-focused technology, I, I'm going to say, what well, I think everybody's been talking about for like the last year, two years. I mean, it's not even new anymore. But I, I really, really like Serverless because uh, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very product-focused and creative developer. You know, I want to get to the point of shaping the product as soon as possible, and um, I really, really like Serverless for that. Um, I've been using Serverless recently for our, um, you know, we, we we don't have a complex data warehouse yet, but we've got a kind of first version of a data warehouse that I built and then that's all serverless as well and it's, it's, it's so cool because yeah we don't need to worry too much about costs and also when you do need something that's going to really crank some huge data you know it's, it's, it's there for you in seconds and uh, when I think back in the, in the in the bad old days you know you would have had a reporting server that's there yeah. all the time that you're paying for that needs to be upgraded and it probably isn't even that powerful anyway so when you come to really crunch some data it's going to slow down or Only one person can use it at a time. So I really think um, serverless is fantastic for for productivity, really exciting, helps things like hackathons and other things like that as well. But also, yeah, if you want to take something to production quickly, it's really, really good. Um, On the kind of bigger themes of technology and being more customer focused, um, I think I'm still very bullish long-term about voice. I think it's probably not come as far as we thought it was going to gonna be you know when we talking about voice a couple of years ago everybody was like oh this is it!" you know Uh, voice is gonna yeah yeah, voice is gonna destroy mobile straight away and like you know Alexa's gonna destroy the mobile phone and we you know we've not seen it happen let's be honest um at all but um I still think voice is a fantastic technology and I still think that long term that will come into its own maybe it's maybe it's the home smart speaker maybe it's something else maybe it's just voice is going to be more integrated into the phone than it is and we've seen it become more integrated in the last few years as well and I think that will that'll continue as a longer term theme I also really like um when I was at Just Eat we did a bunch of research around kind of like um the home of the future and um I think it's really exciting when different pieces of technology seamlessly connect together we see a little bit of that I know like Apple have got the, the Bonjour protocol and we, we use that at a time to um allow different iPhones to collect connect seamlessly to an Apple TV and this was back when we were talking about doing um group ordering so instead of you know you've got 10 mates in a room instead of passing around a mobile phone and everybody adds what food they want it really you just open the app on your phone and on the tv and everybody's like face appeared on the tv and it was almost like gamification you could see what everybody was ordering and it all kind of came together as one big order and then you could choose to split the order up and stuff so the kind of seamlessness of different pieces of technology working together really well i think that's exciting um, I'd hope that the, that the bigger companies are going to kind of come together and sort of not like lock each other out of that you know how cool would it be that you know you could as soon as you walked in you know if you wanted to really easily you know cast something from your Android phone onto your Apple TV that it all kind of came together um, something like that yeah so sort of home integration different technologies coming together seamlessly I think that could be really uh, a, a really nice bigger theme.
0: Wicked. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Andy, for your ideas and insights. That was brilliant and really appreciated it. So, thanks for your time, mate, and thank you to everybody for watching as well.
1: No worries. Jalea.